On a Tuesday, Locked On Lions, the legend Ross Tucker will be in town Sunday night. He's going to join us today. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is a Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, Tuesday, January 9th, and a Wednesday, January 10th. We're getting closer to Sunday night football, to the Detroit Lions hosting their first playoff game in 30 years, their first playoff game ever hosted at Ford Field, as they'll take on the St. Louis Rams, the unnamed quarterback, Aaron Donald, Puka Nakua, Kyron Williams, uh, uh, Cooper Cup, they're all coming to town. Sean McVay v. Jared Goff, this thing has everything. I am so excited to be there Sunday night. I will be in the building. Shout out, by the way, to the Lions media relations team, Eamon Reynolds, Solomon Williams, the whole crew. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm just going to tell you a shout out to them. They always, they, they look out. They, they, they look out for me and I appreciate them. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Dairy Speaks at Lockdown Lions, Matt Dairy Facebook fan page on Threads at the Real Matt Dairy, and also thank you for subscribing and watching us for free on our Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. Again, Ross Tucker from the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Westwood One, CBS, DraftKings, uh, he's everywhere. And if you follow Ross on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL, it's just great content. He's a really good analyst. Former NFL player, played in the, in the league for years as an offensive lineman. And again, he'll be uh, on the sidelines as the uh, sideline reporter for Sunday night for the Westwood One National Radio Broadcast. Lockdown Lions today brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code all lowercase NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. All right, it's a Tuesday, off day for the Lions. A rest day. They'll be back at it tomorrow. We'll have the injury report tomorrow. See who's on it. See what the, you know, Sam Laporta, the latest with him is and all that stuff. I'm in a bit of a quandary right now. I'm in a bit of a pickle, as they say. Because I made you guys a promise that I would not get deep into the weeds of the Stafford family this week. I'm trying to be the outlier. I'm trying to focus on the game. I'm trying to focus on the fact that the Detroit Lions are playing a home playoff game. You, the fans that are, have waited, most of you weren't even born the last time this took place, 1993 at the Silver Dome, Brett Favre, Sterling Sharp, wide open, all of that stuff. A lot of you don't even remember that. A lot of you don't even remember the Silver Dome. All right? But phone starts ringing this morning. Beep, it starts beeping. The text messages start flying in. I go on my Instagram. One of our everydayers, one of our uh, faithful, faithful listeners, the great Dawn Bonderick. What's on her Instagram uh, uh, story? Up. Day after podcast, or whatever they call it, Kelly Stafford, Hank Winchester. They're going live Friday night. They're holding an event. Then I'm getting texts from friends. Oh, did you see this? Kelly's Twitter. 
she's upset with the D-line because D-line, shout out to them, uh, the clothing uh, people that a lot of the, by, by the way, the D-line people and I get along always have, but they were the ones making those Detroit Ram shirts. Now they're calling for a ban, a number nine unnamed jerseys, Stafford jerseys. And uh, Kelly's not happy about it and went to Twitter to complain. That's been the week so far. I'm going against my own rules. I'm terrible. I should get a slap on the wrist. Here, I'm slapping myself on the wrist. I promised talking football, and instead I am I am relegated to this garbage. This is exactly what I didn't want to do. I want to be talking about can they can they can they stop Aaron Donald? Can they block him? Can the Lions win a shootout? They're three and a half point favorites. Vegas expects a close game. Rams offense, they've won seven of the last eight. They've been on fire. Puka Nakua made the Pro Bowl as a rookie over Amon Ross St. Brown. The unnamed quarterback's red hot right now. Goff against McVay. Jared, uh, Jared McVay. Sean McVay wanted no part of his quarterback anymore. We know this. He, he flicked him away. Flicked into the ashtray of society like Cosmo Kramer once said on Seinfeld. All right, Ross Tucker coming up next. What does he think of this matchup? He'll be here Sunday night. Can't wait to talk to Ross. We'll do that coming up next right here on Locked on Lions. And Locked on Lions today, proudly brought to you by our friends at FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Regular season's done. We're into the playoffs. We got NBA basketball tonight with the Pistons and the Kings. We got wings hockey this week. Uh, uh, College football season's done, but college hoops if you want to bet on it. And right now, you go to FanDuel because that's America's number one sports book. That's where you want to go to put your money down. That's where you should go. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets. Guaranteed. All you got to do is place a $5 bet. Win or lose, you're getting free $150. The app is so easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet. Like live same-game parlays, you find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. And make your first bet a layup. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL and also the LockedOn Podcast Network. As promised, here he is, Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Westwood One, CBS. The legend is back with us, and he will be on the sidelines in Detroit Sunday night. Ross Tucker is here on Locked On Lions. Big man, great to see you. Matt, always great to see you. Always great to talk about the Lions. You know how fired up I get to talk about Detroit and what this season's been like for these fans. And yeah, man, when they, when they told me I was on the sideline for Sunday night, I was so excited. You know, I don't do a ton of sideline, right? Because Westwood yeah. One doesn't have sideline reporters during the regular season. So during the regular season, I'm in the booth for CBS TV, uh, college or NFL, or I'm obviously uh, in the booth for radio, Westwood One, whatever, right? So, but the playoffs, they do have sideline reporters. And so this will be my first sideline gig since the NFC Championship game last year. Niners Eagles but it's always cool to be right down there on the sideline to be that close to the action you know you almost forget right what it was like because I only do it a couple times a year but 
it's just the energy, the speed. And dude, have you seen how much these tickets are for this yeah, game Sunday night? Like this will be one of the best football atmospheres of my entire life. I can't wait. I got to figure out what I'm going to wear and tell you guys ahead <laughs> of time. Cause I have mastered the ability, Matt, to like when they come out of bounds, first of all, I get way back out of there. Cause I have no interest in getting hurt whatsoever. Yeah. But then as soon as I get way back out of there, I run up there to try to get as much TV time as possible. So I'll wear something that you guys can notice so I can get some TV time on uh, NBC with Tariko and Collinsworth Sunday night. All right, there's a lot to unpack here. Number one, Ross is going to be working two games in the span of uh, less than 24 hours, which is uh, pretty incredible because you're doing so you're doing color with uh, with Kevin Harlan, you said Saturday night? Saturday night in the booth for Dolphins Chiefs with the Hall of Famer Harlan, which will be amazing. And this worked out, bro, because, you know, it's going to be like negative 10 wind chill in Kansas City. So yeah. I'm glad I'm in the booth for that one. And then sideline in the comforts of Ford Field. Much better. Sideline reporter, the weather is the number one factor that you uh, look at. All right, so you're also so you're gonna be working two games. You're gonna be working with probably the best engineer there ever was, and Al Rosenberg, our, our, our good friend, and uh, so he's gonna be running the game. And then Tuck spreads. If you follow Ross on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL, I'm really into Ross's Tuck spreads hashtag because you you'll you'll be in the Ford Field press box and you'll be grading the food out. I love that. Kansas City usually is pretty good on Saturday. Ford Field, I've only really been there in recent years for Thanksgiving. So I don't really know what to expect on a non-Thanksgiving. I hope I mean, it's been 30 years since a home playoff game. I hope they pull out all the stops and all <laughs> the guys, Amen, everybody in the PR staff, if you're listening, like you got to bring it, you get, you got to bring it. What? That's a good question. Actually, Matt. Yes. Like if you could say what Detroit is known for or what Detroit should serve the media for a big event, what would it be? I mean, to me, our Lebanese food here is incredible. The chicken shawarma, the beef shawarma, hummus, the rice. I think oh, that I'm down with that. I'm down with shawarma, and I like hummus. I can see that. That'd be awesome. That would be fantastic. Uh, certainly the Coney Island is big here with the chili, the onions on a hot dog. Obviously Lafayette and American and all that. I think they usually do Coney's at halftime, though. Okay. I haven't been in the press box in a couple of years. I will text Eamon. I will get... Uh, you and I will co coordinate this uh, a little bit later on. I'll, I'll see what goes on, but uh, I'm excited. You're coming in, you know, lions finish as the three seed. They get the Rams, uh, the unnamed quarterback as I'm calling him all week is coming home. What do you think about this matchup? Well, I think it's the best matchup of the weekend. Pretty clearly. I think it's the best storyline. I'm curious, you know, it seems 50, 50 lions fans. I've spoken to half of them. This is like, torture and agony right like they wanted right. to play anybody other than Matthew Stafford anybody other than the Rams and Matthew Stafford because of the history the other 50 percent are like bring it on Let, let's exercise all of our demons here at one time this team is different I'll just say this with some of the issues the Lions have had in past defense this is the wrong team to play <laughs> I mean serious I mean yeah. Stafford has been on fire they have two star receivers and Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. So these guys, Cam Sutton and the guys better step up, Matt. I feel like there's going to be a bunch of points, really entertaining, high-scoring game. 
I agree with you. We're talking to Ross Tucker, of course, Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Westwood One, CBS. Well-deserved this year. Ross got some CBS TV games and uh, did a great job. It's interesting because you're right, Ross. I've been saying it for weeks, really months. I didn't want this matchup because I, I want your broadcast with, with Spiro and Mike Mayock and yourself and, and Tariko and, and Collinsworth. I want everybody talking about the Lions story, and you know what it's going to be. It's going to be number nine walks out of the tunnel. Number nine arrives at the stadium. McVay versus Goff. And it takes away a little bit, I think, from what the story has been, which is a 12-win Detroit team. I mean, finished up 12-5, and five, Ross. How do you look at the Lions' season overall? Awesome. Awesome and uh, really unfortunate, obviously, with what happened in the Dallas game because they could have easily been the two-seed and had uh, potentially multiple home playoff games. But 12-5 and five is a really, really good season. For the Lions, uh, they have a lot to be proud of. The first division title in 30 years, the home playoff game in 30 years. And I agree with you. Now, listen, for me, it's a great storyline. And it, it adds to the intrigue and the excitement surrounding the game for sure Sunday night. But you're right. That's the story as opposed to it just being about Detroit hosting a home playoff game and the fantastic season that they had. It is kind of wild that, you know, the Rams reportedly had to give up an extra first-round pick, you know, had to give up extra compensation to get the Lions to take the Jared Goff contract, which ends up being fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's a fantastic contract for the Lions. It's worked out great. Lions kind of are old school. You know, we watched uh, last night Michigan uh, run the football down Washington's throats and win the national championship. It's a passing league now, as you know. I know – for years in the league when you were playing, you were you were run blocking, I guess, more than pass blocking. But now, Lions with that two-headed monster with Montgomery and Gibbs, do you expect that, hey, let's run the football right at Aaron Donald and that Rams defense and do it and grind it out that way as opposed to trying to get into a shootout with the unnamed quarterback? So what's interesting about it to me is, you know, I was kind of skeptical when the Lions did what they did at running back. That like, hey, what's wrong with, Jamal Williams, what's wrong with DeAndre Swift? I think they upgraded at both spots. Mm. It's pretty impressive, right? That, yeah. you know, we questioned them, and it turns out that they kind of knew what they were doing. So that's impressive from a Lions standpoint. And I think, especially without Sam Laporta, who I highly doubt will play, and that's very unfortunate, obviously had an all-time great rookie season for a tight end. I do expect the Lions to run it more, and I do expect the Lions to lean on their offensive line. They've got one of the best offensive lines in football. Ragnow's had a fantastic year. The Rams, I think, are a little undersized. They've got some youth up there along the defensive line. Colby Turner's had a great year. I do expect the Lions to try to pound them and lean on the, the running game, try to let their defense rest and not be out on the field all the time chasing around Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. So, yeah, I, I do think that you'll see. Now, they're going to – you know, Ben Johnson's terrific. So, you'll see the play-action pass and all that stuff. By the way, that reminds me, Matt. Where did he come from? How did Campbell know him? They worked together in Miami when uh, when uh, Dan Campbell was the interim coach years ago. That's when Ben Johnson kind of just got where, his But where did Ben come to Detroit from? Ben Johnson was in Detroit with the previous regime and was retained. By uh, that is unbelievable, yeah, it is because that Actually, doesn't happen very often. No, it was not. But uh, hey, look, 
you know, all the, the all the scheming and everything else, it may just come down to, like you said, you're going to be so excited to be there. This crowd could play a big factor in this game. I mean, these people are, I mean, Ross, well, this the loudest building you've been in in years. Yeah, no, they, they need to because that's a huge advantage. Listen, as a former offensive lineman, here's the deal, right? What people don't realize about the sport of football yeah. is that initial quickness is like more than 50% of it. Like every snap, every play, the initial quickness off the snap and who gets off the ball faster has a major impact on whether you win or lose that rep on the play, right? At every position. Well, offense has the advantage because we know the snap count and they don't. So they kind of need to react off of the ball, but we know if it's hut one, hut two, whatever, right? On one, on two, quick, you know, first sound, whatever the deal is, right? The Lions fans must eliminate the Rams' ability to use a called signal. Wow. It must be the silent count, and I'm pretty confident it will be, but that just makes the tackles a little bit slower because <laughs> they got to look in at the ball too, and they got to see the point, and then they got to try to time it up, and it throws them off a little bit, gives Aiden Hutchinson and those guys, who, by the way, he is fantastic, gives them a chance to get after Stafford, to hit him, bruise and batter him, and gives them a chance to not make these corners, which are probably the biggest liability on the Lions roster right now, get, get to the point where they don't have to cover for as long. Ross Tucker Football Podcast, of course. Check them out on CBS Westwood One. So if you can't make the game this weekend, you're driving, whatever, traveling, maybe for the holiday weekend, whatever, and, and you can get Westwood and you'll hear Ross on the sidelines reporting. By the way, loudest building you were ever you were ever in in a game. Do you remember? Yeah. So indoor was the RCA Dome in Indy. Yeah. That place was loud. That was actually my first start in 02 for the Cowboys. Wow. When they really had it going with Peyton Manning and those guys, yeah, there's some talk. I think they got busted later for pumping noise into it. But, <laughs> dude, it was – couldn't even hear myself think. I mean, it was so, so loud. And then outside, it was Kansas City. And I play. I started at – and I, I started at Seattle. Uh, we know we killed them, so maybe that was part of it. But – Kansas City was loud. It was a Sunday night game in 03, Matt. And I specifically, we were getting killed by the Chiefs. And I remember <laughs> thinking, nobody get hurt. Nobody get hurt. Because I was the backup at center in both guards. I had no interest in going out into that game at that point. Because it was so loud and so bad. <laughs> so Kansas City for outdoor and uh, Indianapolis RCA Dome for indoor. The Superdome is super duper loud too still. I'm curious to see how Ford Field compares Sunday night. More with Ross coming up next. I want to ask him a little about the Rams defense, what the Lions are looking at offensively. And we got to go around the league. Ross, of course, covers the Eagles very closely. His videos on Twitter have been great about what's going on in Philly. We'll ask him about that coming up next. But first, we got to tell you about our friends at Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports that is just the best. And it's the top platform in North America. We are the easiest, most exciting way to play daily fantasy. Why? Because you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. We got the playoffs this weekend. You know what that means. It makes it so much fun to watch all these playoff games and figure out hey, Josh Allen, more than or less than two touchdowns. You can bet on that. 
Jared Goff, same thing. Anything that goes on with a weekend, even the unnamed quarterback that's coming back. Is he going to throw for two more, uh, two touchdowns or more? If you think so, bet, for, bet on it. If not, bet on that. All of that at Prize Picks. They even offer a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured. It is simple. Let the the, the, the winnings roll in at Prize Picks. You go to the website, prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Back on Locked On Lions Tuesday edition, everybody, on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making us your first listen and checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best when it comes to analyzing the NFL. Former NFL offensive lineman Ross Tucker with us. Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Westwood won for this weekend, doing a couple of games. All right, Ross, uh, you know, we talked a little about the Rams offense and, and all these people and, and Nakua and, and certainly Cooper Cup. Uh, Aaron Donald kind of anchors that defense, but what else? It's kind of a no-name young defense. How do you think Goff and the Lions offense will do? No, it's the one-name defense. That's my <laughs> nickname for them. They're the one-name defense. We already have the no-name defense. The Rams are the one-name defense. I got to tell you, dude, they can draft over there. I mean, Colby Turner, Kobe Turner has a third-round pick. He almost has double-digit sacks. He's yeah. got a chance to be defensive rookie of the year. He's been awesome. The other kid that they've had playing so well, Byron Young, another third-round pick, off the edge as an outside backer. They hit on both those guys, which has been very, very impressive. You know, I mean, it's unbelievable. These guys, like Michael Hoyt, starts the outside linebacker. That's a kid from Brown. I'm an Ivy League guy. I, I never you. even heard of Michael Hoyt until <laughs> the Rams got him, and now he's a starter for them. You know, they've gotten pretty good play from their corners. Kobe Durant, they, they're big on Kobe's. Kobe Durant, uh, Weatherspoon's been okay. They got Kendricks played a bunch. But it's uh, it, it's a real credit to Raheem Morris, their D coordinator. It's a reason why he's getting as many head coaching interviews as he is. When you look at this NFC playoff picture, obviously Detroit slotted in at three. If they win, Dallas wins. It would be a rematch from a couple of weeks ago. But how do you kind of size up the NFC? And that includes your Eagles, which, who right now are just a complete mess. Yeah, I, that's uh, that's a shocker. I mean, they were ten and one. Everybody else had at least three losses, and they end up being the five seed. They've lost five out of their last six. The last two, the Cardinals and the Giants. It's mm. uh, it's mind boggling. It's and because they still have most of the same players. Uh, now, I will say this: I think I'd probably, you know, I do a bunch of work for the Eagles. So the further they go in the playoffs, you know, the more gigs I get. I think I'd rather them be playing the Bucs than playing the Rams. That's for sure. Probably I'd rather have them play the Bucs than, than the Packers, the way Jordan loves playing. But I, I do think it'll come down to San Francisco against the Dallas-Detroit winner. I, I think that'll happen. I think, uh, you know, whoever wins that Dallas-Detroit game, which I do think will happen. But I wouldn't be shocked if one of them lost. I wouldn't be shocked if either Jordan Love or Matthew Stafford can have that type of game. But I think it'll be good to have the rematch. It's unfortunate for Detroit that it would be in Dallas and not Detroit. But that first game was an awesome game. Let's bring it on. Let's 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 play it again. Let's do uh, let's do the sequel. <laughs> I mean, I back to the Eagles for one second. Obviously, DeAndre Swift had a nice year and made the Pro Bowl and everything else. But it, it just looks like I watched Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis and these guys, and it just looks like the air's out of the tire. I mean, how does that happen? Um, 
it's still a job. These guys still have to come to work, but they're getting pushed around. Yeah, I think those two guys might have hit the rookie wall. Um, although Carter's still making some plays. Davis hasn't really done anything for a while. Their D-line rotation was not as deep this year, and it feels like feels like all those guys hit the wall, to be honest with you, with the exception of maybe Reddick. Reddick still played at a high level. Fletcher Cox done some positive things. They knew they were deficient at linebacker and at safety, but the corners, you know, Slay's been out for a while and Bradbury's dropped off. So you have linebacker and safety where you knew you were worse. D-line, they're surprised, I think, that they, those guys have dropped off the way they have. Corners seems like it's an age thing, although they should be getting a bunch of guys back for this game, right? Slay, Devontae Smith, DeAndre Swift, A.J. Brown. They're getting a bunch of guys back. For Monday night. So I have no, like they could lose by 20 or win by 20 Monday night against the Bucks. This works out so well for you with the Eagles playing on Monday night. You can, you can relax a little bit after a busy Saturday and Sunday. Give me an upset in the first round. Is there something that you're circling that uh, might happen? I don't think, I don't know if you want to hear this one. <laughs> That's why I have you on the show. I'll well, you know, you know, I do the even money betting podcast as well. Yeah. which is really popular. It's a top three NFL betting podcast with um, with Steve Fezzik. It's part of the DraftKings network. And I I took the Rams getting the three and a half. Wow. Probably my favorite upset pick really? is the Rams. Now, listen, that's because they're getting the three and a half, okay? okay. I don't yeah, think yeah. they're going to win the game, but I think it's like 31-28, 31-30, 27-24. It's that type of game. Maybe Stafford gets you the backdoor cover. I think the Lions win the game. But if there is an upset, it's that. Now, I think the Bucs have a great chance to win against the Eagles, the way they've been playing. I think the Houston Texans, having Stroud and Will Anderson and Nico Collins help against the Browns, have a great chance to win. But they're both – and they both are underdogs as well. Ross, great to see you, my friend. Uh, I'm going to come see you Sunday. We'll we'll connect it so, so I can finally meet you in person and uh, dap you up. But uh, great, great work that you always do. And, of course, Valentine's Day is coming up. The Detroit audience knows. Here it comes. Ross is plugging. What do we got? Myfrontpagestory.com. It's almost as great as my podcast network on DraftKings. But, no, no <laughs> joke, man. We've talked about it before. Your audience is amazing. Love because it. they always order a couple each time. Valentine's Day is a month away. Just knock it out now. Get it out of the way. Get it the best gift for a significant other they would ever get for Valentine's Day. A story all about how special they are, how much you love them. They will cry. You will win. I can pretty much guarantee it. Myfrontpagestory.com. Myfrontpagestory.com. Not part of the DraftKings network, but it should be. <laughs> You're everywhere. Do you sleep, by the way? Do you get any Yeah, rest? Yeah, I sleep like um, 10.30 to 4.30, like six hours. All right. And I'll take a nap every once in a while, every here, every, every now and then. Well, check I Ross love, out. I sleep in, when it's not football season. <laughs> check Ross out on his podcast and uh, listen to him Sunday night if you're driving around. Uh, great to see you, brother. I'll see you Sunday. Sounds great. Can't wait.